What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we are joined by a special guest. Her name is Laura Beth uh, from 20 Fun Pod. Laura, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. It's so different being a guest as opposed to like interviewing people so it's a nice change but yeah my name is Laura Beth I created the 20 fun podcast and it's just a podcast for people in their 20s who are trying to navigate this crazy decade I feel like our 20s are like some of the most important years of our life and 99% of the time we don't have any idea what's going on and so the podcast is just here to say that that's okay and each week we talk about topics to help you get a grip on your life a little bit more so yeah thanks for inviting me on guys yeah of course no thank you for joining us actually sounds like a really really cool way for i am destroying this oh my gosh okay just talk like a human i'm trying okay <laughs> but anyway i i <laughs> i love what you do on your podcast that's a really cool way seems like it can help a lot of people thanks Thank you. It's really fun because I also learn as <laughs> like I bring people on. I like learn as much I, I feel like as the people listening. So it's it's really nice to kind of be in it with everyone and learning too. It's good. Yeah, I. The, I mean, I listen to all of them. <laughs> but number one fan right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there's one about taking care of a plant and i didn't i didn't think i was gonna learn anything but i was sitting there i'm just like what (laughs) about gardening yeah yeah no i did not know anything that he was saying yeah yeah no that one was like chocked full of tips and i was like whoa i did not realize growing plants was such a big endeavor but i got a lot of takeaways from that one too that one was fun that's awesome yeah, it just explained to me why I can't keep a plant alive. <laughs> I'm like that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I mean, I keep the weeds yeah. in my yard alive pretty well. You're a saint, then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to find a way to die too. Yeah, so probably. <laughs> hey, that's what you want. That's that's true. That's very true. All right, uh, this week on the podcast, uh, in Pops and Blu-rays, we'll be going over some new Legend of Korra uh, Pops. Uh, got a whole bunch coming out. Uh, and then we'll be covering some uh, Avengers... Ca- it's Avengers Campus, right? Or what is it called again? So it's Disney Parks and Avengers Campus. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to say Avengers Campus. Uh, we'll be talking about two Pops being announced to there. And then uh, we'll be talking about, um, I don't know how to tease this figure. It's like a mythological creature. There we go. Yeah. Personage. Yeah. There we go. What Caleb said. Um, And then in Blu-rays, we got one new release coming out this week. So we'll be talking about that. Um, And then we'll be skipping uh, what's in the box. But with uh, trailers this week, we got our final trailer for Black Widow. Uh, we got our second trailer for Jungle Cruise, and then we also got uh, our first official trailer because the the first one was a teaser of um, Soul. I almost said Onward, actually. <laughs> onward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but leading into that, uh, our main event will be our breakdown of Onward. So 
kind of teased it a little there. <laughs> you're welcome. You're, yeah. You're killing this, Rose. I know I am. Shut up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, what do you two say we get started? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I'm Brucker. I'm Levi. And together we co-host a movie podcast called Film on the Rocks. On our movie podcast, we like to have fun with movies and we don't like to break down movies beat by beat, scene by scene. We like to talk about what was fun about them. So we talk about our favorite scenes, uh, sprinkle in some trivia, uh, we debate whether or not they deserve a sequel, and we also talk about um, some drinking rules that they can have, such as drink every time Vince Vaughn stuffs his face in Wedding Crashers. Or something we call the Yoda Clause, which is every time Frank Oz jumps on a screen, finish your drink. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or really anywhere you can find podcasts, if this sounds interesting to you. Yes, and we also love listener interaction, and we also like to take movie requests, so you could reach out to us on Twitter at Film on the Rocks. Instagram, Film on the Rocks podcast, or email us at fotrpodcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from y'all. Give us a listen. All right, so first up in Adventures in Hunting, we got Funko Pop News. And first up, we got the new Legend of Coraline with Coraline. Coraline? (laughs) (laughs) That's not the same thing. Oh my I was about God. to say, is it from the movie? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am killing this episode. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, I mean, Coraline's one of my favorite animated films, so that just proves that it is. Yeah, no, I love that movie. <laughs> Shut up, Caleb, I saw that. Um, it used to freak me out as a kid. I still haven't watched it because it still freaks me out. Oh, you're a wuss, then. See, that's how I was. It freaked me out as a kid, and then I watched it as an adult, and I was like, oh, this is kind of good. I like See, it. See, Caleb, watch it as an adult, and you'll be good. I don't want to watch it as an adult. <laughs> it's scary. All right. So, with The Legend of Korra, I have never actually seen it. Good hell. Uh, <laughs> I guess Caleb's taking this. I am going to take this one. So, there are five new figures coming. Uh, the first one is Asami. So, have you watched Legend of Korra? No, I haven't. I'm looking it up right now, though, on my computer. Yeah, so Legend of Korra is like the continuation of Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So, she, Korra is like the next in line of the... Avatar, so she's the Avatar after Aang. And so the first, yeah, the first figure is Asami. So she, I don't know how to describe her, because Nickelodeon doesn't come out and, like, say it, but she's kind of Korra's love interest. (laughs) All right. I'm digging her hair. Yeah, she's great. That is some cool looking hair. Yeah, she has, like, these, um, I mean, she steals them from someone, like, these bad guys, but she has a glove that, like, zaps the living shit out of people, and they're, it's freaking great. Nice. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Mako, or Mako, however you want to say that. He is Korra, one of Korra's friends, and he is a firebender. Um... I thought for the longest time that he was related to Zuko, but he's not. 
and it confused the hell out of me because they have like a really similar voices and really similar designs. I don't know any of these characters, so did Just, you know watch Avatar? Not really, not not really. So the you only, don't know Zuko? No, which one was that one? The one with the jacked up face. Oh, that guy. Okay, <laughs> I do know that guy. Sorry, I didn't really watch it. I'm sorry. I watched it a little bit, but I was I watched it when I was younger, and I don't really remember a lot of it. Well, I'm binging <laughs> the Last Airbender <laughs> on uh, on Netflix, but I'm kind of cheating the system. I'm using the VPN to make it look like I'm in the UK because they offer it on Netflix in the UK. <laughs> oh, smart! Maybe you shouldn't have announced that here, but I know. But it's like a common knowledge thing that something that you can do, and Netflix can't do shit about it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you get cops knocking on your door. Monday night, don't be surprised. I mean, at least I, I have the e- episode edited and released by then. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we got Amon, who is kind of the main villain of the show. Uh, he is, I think he's a bloodbender? So he's a waterbender that like is able to... Bl- Bend blood. That's awesome. Yeah, it's freaking creepy as shit, though. Yeah. Um, but he also has the ability to take away people's bending. That's a killer mask. Huh. Yeah, it's a pretty sick mask. No, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and then lastly, we got two Korra pops coming out. One of them is like her kind of using all of the elements, which is really freaking badass. Um,. No, that's the one I the, saw. That's so cool. Yeah. And then the other one is a glow-in-the-dark Hot Topic exclusive, which is her in kind of uh, her Water Tribe robes. I'm assuming it's just her eyes that glow, though. Probably. Oh, neat. But yeah, those are all the uh, Legend of Korra pops coming out. Yes. And moving on from Legend of Korra... Into the um, Avengers Aca- Avengers Academy, Avengers no. Campus. Campus. Damn it! <laughs> Get this right. Uh, so we got two pops announced from there. We got Spider Man and Iron Man, and with Spider Man, uh, what is he doing? It looks like he has a web on a spider drone. That that is what it looks like. Yeah, but I don't understand what he's referencing uh, or what i don't know what the spider drones from yeah i don't know either i mean because we haven't seen anything canonized with a spider drone yet no other than his little yeah uh, spider-man homecoming right yeah yeah um and then for iron man it looks like he's just about to do a repulsor blast yeah nothing really yeah too special about that design so yeah, it's pretty pretty plain, but still a cool pop nonetheless. And then finally, for uh, Mythical Creatures, we got Medusa coming out. And if I could find her, the hell is she? What the F? <laughs> Gosh damn it, Rose. What? Where is she? Are you on the mobile uploads one? Oh, shit, no. My bad. Sorry. Gosh damn it. I'm sorry. (laughs) There. Thank you. 
Oh, that looks really cool. Yeah, I am super into mythology. Yeah. I mean, so much so I named my daughter after <laughs> a, a goddess. Wait, are we sure that's Which goddess? Name? Iris. Ooh, I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. She's freaking great. <laughs> are we sure that's new? Because it said it went live February 19th. I mean, it's new to us. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just asking. Uh, all right. And then with uh, Blu-rays, uh, we only got one major release coming out this week, and that is Jumanji, the next level. Hey, I didn't say Jumanji. I actually said Jumanji. <laughs> Congratulations. You pronounced the word correctly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, so that's just going to be getting a regular... Um, 4K and Blu-ray release, and then it is also going to be getting a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. So, pretty cool artwork. Not too bad. Yeah. So, have you seen this movie? No, I haven't. And have you seen uh, the first one, Welcome to the Jungle? Like the OG Jumanji, like. Oh no! Sorry, the one before this one. Oh, no, I haven't seen any of the new ones. And it's so funny that you say that because my friend Becca is obsessed with them. And she keeps telling me that I need to watch them. And I just haven't yet. I feel like I'm missing out. they're pretty good. They are. They're really fun. I feel like when they came out, I was like, no, you cannot beat the original Jumanji. Like, but I hear it's actually really good and it's not as like a like they're trying to like recreate the original one which is what i feel like i thought it was going to be but it's it's not that right no it's not no it's actually oh, okay, yeah. more See? of a continuation yeah it is okay so the game so someone finds the game like the original game from the original movie and it just keeps getting passed over because it's a board game and people yeah. are moving into video games and then it kind of like changes itself to become a video game it's so it kind of morph cool. with so, the ages yeah so the that's cool the original movie actually could be canon for well technically it is because uh nick jonas's character he says that uh where he was living was where robin williams character was camping out Ooh. so te- yeah so the original jumanji is canon in this one See, Sweet, I definitely right? need to watch it because it's not what I thought it was. So I'm going to add that to my list. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, problem. Yeah, that's what we do. We recommend movies. Yep. <laughs> kind of our shtick. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, moving on to uh, this week's sneak peeks. Uh, first up, we got our final trailer for Black Widow. And what's... What scares me most about this is with the whole coronavirus thing that Disney's going to delay this movie. They better freaking not. Oh, <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. I feel they've that. delayed every. They've delayed like literally everything else. They've delayed Mulan. Oh, have um, they really? The, yep. Yeah, they just announced today that they're delaying it. That's so yeah, upsetting. Yeah, pushing a lot of movies back. Man, I'm so excited for Mulan. I'm trying to. Make- yeah, that one's going to be good. Let's see, that got po- postponed. Fast and Furious 9. You know, who cares? Okay. <laughs> About Fast and Furious 9. Most importantly, though, Peter Rabbit 2 got postponed. Oh, good and hell. that just breaks my soul. 
Oh, I saw the trailer for that when I was going to watch Onward, and it looked so cute. <laughs> yeah, that. It, I feel like it's one I would I like to take so like my hesitant. nieces to. Yeah, <laughs> Rose goes by himself. Shut up. <laughs> well, if my nephew lived closer to me, I'd take my nephew. <laughs> you can take him in spirit. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, Black Widow, final trailer. Thoughts? Uh, still not a huge fan of Taskmaster's helmet. I'm not either. But they pointed out something really cool that is not in a lot of movies nowadays. His arrow, when he's shooting it, it's sitting on his thumb, whereas most uh, archers nowadays have it sitting on uh, their um, what is it? Their index finger. So instead of like it sitting on like the the uh, the right side of him, it's sitting on the left side. So what does that mean? Well, no, he would... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this I really should not have said this over a podcast because it's hard to explain. <laughs> I don't know anything like, about archery, it... so that was cool. That was neat I don't learn. think anyone knows anything about archery. <laughs> Other than Rose, apparently. What? So I just saw this. I just saw that cool uh, thing, and I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." Because Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye, he shoots it on this side, but Taskmaster is shooting it on his thumb. I Why really need to make that? like an Instagram. I I do not know. It seems like you really can't get a good shot if you're. Doing I it feel th- like that's something you should know <laughs> if you're going to bring it up. Okay. All right, I'm going <laughs> to shut up now, Caleb. You take it. <laughs> Caleb, you take it away. Uh. Uh. Um, I mean, I don't know where to go after that. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I am excited to see this movie. I think I'm actually going to go watch it because Scarlett Johansson, is that how you say her last name? I never know how to say it. Okay. I love how she is like, I don't know. I feel like when she was a younger actress, she was portrayed, you know, as, like, the blonde and, like, the pretty girl. And now she's, like, taking on this role of Black Widow. And she's, like, I don't know. I, I like the transformation of seeing her. And I'm excited to see her in, like, a serious, like, action role. Uh, she's amazing. She kills it as Black Widow. Yeah. I haven't watched uh, any Avengers movie. So I haven't gotten to see her in anything like that. Listen, I know, guys. I'm sorry. But that's okay, why I'm so movie, excited to see this one. Do not watch Avengers Endgame then. Okay. I don't, yeah, you, if you if you like Black Widow, don't watch Avengers <laughs> Endgame. I feel like well, you're don't like spoil spoiling it. it. That didn't yeah. spoil it. You definitely did. But damn it, I won't. It's yeah, okay. Nice, Rose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I taught him better. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see this one because I don't, I haven't seen her that way. I've only seen her, you know, in like the rom coms and stuff like that. So this movie actually makes me want to go watch her like be in an action role. I actually watched a movie with her recently, where it was kind of one of those rom coms, and was it that movie with Adam Driver? No. Oh. Okay. 
That is not a rom-com. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. sad. <laughs> I started that and I didn't get all the way through it. And I'm, I'm excited to go back and finish it because it was really good. But it was definitely not a rom-com. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, f- I forget which one it is, but it's like a ton of people in it. Oh, it's um, the, uh, he's just not that in. He's not. He's just yeah. not that into you. Yes, yep. that's the one I just watched. It's on Netflix. Yeah, so I just watched that recently, and after seeing that, I like that during that whole movie. I'm just like, gosh, you're not using Scarlet to her full potential. <laughs> yeah, ex- see, that's what I meant by like she's only had these like rom com pretty girl roles, and like now she's like. Over here, killing it as Black Widow. I'm excited for her. Like, good for her for making that transition. Yeah, I'm so glad she's getting her own movie. I know. So glad. But sadly, Hawkeye only got a TV show. <laughs> what do you mean only? I know. I'm I kidding. feel like nowadays that's a little bit better. It honestly <laughs> is. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, moving on from the Black Widow trailer uh, to Jungle Cruise, trailer number two. And uh, Caleb texted, what did you say this morning? That, like, you still don't know what the plot is of this movie? I mean, this one kind of gave me more of what the plot is, but I felt like this trailer was more confusing than the first one. It was. But it was better. Yeah, (laughs) like, I'm actually kind of on board to see this movie now. I'm still on the fence. But, I mean, did you see uh, the, um, I think it was on Twitter or Facebook, but Emily Blunt and Rock, uh, D- uh, The Rock were having a fight to see who could uh, have the better, uh, like, fan-made poster. And so they were doing to where, like, in one poster he was blocking Emily Blunt and then she was blocking him. It was so funny. That sounds like something The Rock would do. Yeah, right? <laughs> So what did I you love think? watching celebrities. I love watching celebrities talk on Instagram. I just think it's so weird to see them being like normal, like commenting on each other's <laughs> stuff is. and like talking. I don't know. Um, but I actually didn't watch the first trailer, but I watched the second trailer, and it seems. I mean, it seems okay. I don't necessarily think I would go see it. I kind of agree with you, and I was like, "What the heck is this? Like, like what's the big picture?" I felt like I was missing it, but. I mean, if you have kids or you have nieces like me and you like taking them to the movies to kill time during the day when you're supposed to like babysit or something, then I would go watch it. It doesn't look like it'd be like terrible. I think I'd enjoy it once I was there. Yeah, I I still think it's weird that Disney's making this movie based off of a ride. I mean, they did that with yeah. the Haunted Mansion, the Pirates of the Caribbean. So can you really be that surprised? They made the rides... No, they made the movies off of those rides. Yeah. Like the rides were first? Uh-huh. Yeah, the rides have been around no since way. probably like the 70s or 80s. Literally, okay, I, I had no that. idea. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I love the Haunted Mansion movie. That was like one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is a gem in that movie, actually. <laughs> Him and Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I did not know that, but... I mean, the ride is cool. I don't know how this movie's going to, like, translate. Like, I didn't know it was based off the ride. And I rode the all ride. I they, all I know is they better like not do Splash Mountain, the, uh, the, the movie. Oh, good hell. 
No Splash Mountain the movie. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> That'd be so dumb. <laughs> uh. Alright, and uh, last but not least, uh, we got our first official trailer for Soul, uh, Pixar's newest movie. So, I am very, very excited for this. This is actually, seems like it's kind of going towards the more dark areas of Pixar. A little bit. Just the fact that, you know, like he's, you know, he's like in the hospital and he's on the verge of death, it seems, and he's finally finding his soul. At least that's what I got from the trailer. I was a little confused. I saw a trailer for it before watching Onward. And I was like, oh, that looks like a good movie. You know, I mean, it looks cool. But then I watched the second one and I'm confused on if they're telling us like he actually dies. Like when he falls in the thing or is he just going like a coma? I feel he's in a like he's in a coma or something. And that's why he can see like the hospital, like him in the hospital. So then I'm confused as like what he's doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. definitely. Um, I just have so many questions, I able- and I I feel like that's the point. That means like I need to go see the movie. But yeah, so the first trailer, and I think we talked about this. I was just like, did we seriously see a dude die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, That's what I thought, like, in the theaters. But, yeah, so in this one, he it, it looks like he's on the verge of death. He's, like, heading that way, and he's just like, F that, I'm going to boot scoot and boogie the other way. And he somehow gets to, like, the before, or what did they call it? I thought that's what they called it, the before. Yeah, it was before, before Beyond or something. It was something like that. The great before, yeah. I don't know what they're what it was. Yeah, where the souls are created and then they get their personalities, their quirks and all that other fun stuff. And then oh. through that he like sees himself and then he like jumps through. But I don't know how the hell that works. Ah! Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know using. how he was cuz like he his soul was like hanging out with all the ones that like don't have their identities yet, I guess. So then, like, what bodies. was he doing there? Yeah, does he, like, jump back down in there and, like, take the form of someone else? Like, I was I was so lost. And then all of a sudden we see him, like, in a hospital bed, and I was like, okay, um, does he, like, jump back into his body from, like, the little portal that they're flying through? I was just was very confused of the timeline, I think, of, like... What's going on? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, this movie's leaving a lot for you to just kind of imagine. What my my educated guess is that he found his body. He went jumped through the portal that's supposed to put him into a body, but he jumped with his little cowboy dance partner, <laughs> <laughs> and. I, I'm assuming that they're going to land in his body, and then there's going to be like a multiple personality thing. Oh, that's going to be funny! Oh, gosh, <laughs> I hope that's what happens. See, that's intense. That'd be amazing. I feel like they're going to be able to pull it off, but it just sounds like a lot. Yeah, what's that whole joke about Pixar? It's just like, what if feelings had feelings? Yeah. Really. Yeah, like when they were talking about like Inside Out, 
They're just like, oh, what if cars had feelings, like with cars? And then it's like with Inside oh, Out, yeah. what if feelings had feelings? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is a neat way to look at it, though. It is. Definitely yeah. is. But this one definitely has my curiosity. I mean, I, I'll watch any Pixar movie, so. <laughs> Let's face it, I'm Pixar's bitch. That's what I am. <laughs> uh, Alright, so how would you two rank these in the order that you want to see? Mm, okay, Soul is first. Oh wait, gosh, no, I don't know. Black Widow is first. Soul is second. Jungle Cruise is third. I'm the, exa- the exact same, same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we're all in agreement. There we go. Hell yeah. All right. What do you say we move on to the main event then? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Sweet. Time for the main event. Alright, so with this week's main event, we will be doing an All Bros breakdown of Onward, Pixar's newest film, starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. And Caleb, what are you pointing out? I can't read that far. Gosh damn it. (laughs) I'm trying to be discreet (laughs) about it. No, so first we have some responses to our question of the week. Okay, and what was... Would you like to read those? Yeah, so the question that I posted was, if you had seen the movie, what did you think of it? Okay. And if you hadn't, what mystical creature would you want to be? Okay. And I've been thinking about this one a lot because I didn't like the... What did I say last time we talked about I thought you said a Pegasus. Did I say a Pegasus? I thought you did. Or maybe you didn't. I can't remember. I think I said I would want to be, like, a centaur. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was a centaur. But I'm pretty sure, like, now that I've given it some thought, I'd be, like, a dwarf. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting choice. I feel I'd be a gnome. Let's face a gnome? It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? I feel like I would want to be... What, um, uh, how did she say? It starts with an M. The Minotaur? I'd never heard of it before. Minotaur? With the wings. Yes, a Minotaur. Yes, thank you. That one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would totally want to I mean, the half bull, half... Scorpion, half... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's the, 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 um... Not the Minotaur. Oh, the, uh... What's her name? It's something I'd never heard of it before. The Manticore. 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 Yeah. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> that's what I would want to be. She was awesome. Ooh, that's a good yeah. choice. That is a very good choice. Yeah. I'd want to be her. She's pretty cool. She's way cool. And man, we're not cool enough to be <laughs> No, we're not. A freaking dwarf and a gnome. <laughs> I'll never be cool enough to be Octavia Spencer. <laughs> yeah, so I posted that and we got a few responses. Uh, so the first one is coming, or all of ours are coming from Twitter. Uh, the first one is from 
Pontifax at Pontifax Pod. I uh, said I really enjoyed it. It had me in my feelings for a moment, and it was a very touching story between the two brothers. I think it's easy to genuinely connect with their desire to see their father again, and the D&D references were certainly amusing. Would see again. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I brought this up with Rose, but I'm pretty sure some of the shit that they made up in Dungeons and Dragons is copyrighted. So, I hope Disney doesn't get themselves in trouble for using the gelatinous cube. Well, if they did, they can pay it out. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fix our problems by throwing money at it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we got... Response from Shit Happens When You Party Naked at Party Naked Pod. Uh, they said, Pixar always gets me in the feels. I effing cry every every time. Amen, brother. I cried <laughs> a lot. I actually surprised when myself movie... and cried a lot. Right when the movie ended, I leaned over to Caleb and I'm like, damn it, they got me again, bro. <laughs> My boyfriend, we were watching it together, and he was just, like, watching it. And then I start, like, shaking, and, like, my lip starts pouting, and I, like, start crying. And he looks over, and he goes, it's okay, babe. It's okay. Like, it was just totally okay. And I'm, like, over here sobbing in the middle, and he, like, starts, like, patting my back or something. And I'm, like, get off me. I just, I can't do this. It was pretty funny. There wasn't anybody around us. We went during the day, so I felt like I could really let it all out. Because it was, I mean, this movie, like, really got me in my feels. And I did not expect it. Like, I wasn't mentally prepared at all. <laughs> yeah, this this movie hits you hard. It does. And being with some, or being, I mean, I know you have a sister. Yeah. But me only having brothers. Yeah, this hits, a, it's pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, I want to... Put something out here. Why does Disney not have any movies about a brother and a sister? Just one brother and one sister. What up with that? Hmm. Where's that sibling love? I've, do they I've not? been think they do not. I swear. Me and my coworker JC have been thinking about this for the past couple days, and we can't think of any. There was a Disney huh. Channel original movie. Did y'all used to watch those? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, um. Which one? There was one. True Confessions. Did you watch that? It was. It had Shia LaBeouf in it. Um, it's old. Ooh. It's like throwing it back. But here I'm gonna look oh, it up. That sounds so familiar. It, it oh, has that siblings. Sounds so familiar. Yeah. So it's based on a book. Oh, I think I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm picturing a scene in my head. I, I don't know that She one. makes True, the girl's name is True, and she chooses to make a film about her mentally impaired twin brother, Eddie, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yeah. But yes. as airtime nears, she fears how others will react to her rather personal story. Okay, it's, yeah, it I do remember It came out that. in 2002. It's an old one, but it's about their, Actually, like, yeah. sibling relationship. And it's good. That one will get you in your feels, too, though. I I remember being little and, like, not crying because I didn't really understand, you know. But I was like, man, this is kind of sad. Like, 
Is that is that on Disney Plus? Do you know? Um, I don't know if it is. A lot of those Disney Channel original movies are on there, though. Oh my! Oh, I hope it is. Oh, Did it is. Right it now? says no, yeah. I'll search it later. But it says Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh yes! All right, I know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> oh, I loved that movie as a kid. It's such a great movie. Yeah. Uh. Uh, the next response we got was from Bad Gamer Elite at Bad Gamer Elite. Uh, he said it's an amazing DreamWorks movie, a good Disney animation movie, and a meh Pixar movie. I get what he's saying, just because I feel with Pixar, you're so used to them doing human characters that when they kind of do like mythical creatures, it kind of does feel like DreamWorks a little bit. It does a bit, tad, huh? A little bit. Um, but it's uh, it still felt like a Pixar movie to me, and I loved it. Yeah, but even when we were going over with it, it's somewhere in the middle. It is. It it definitely is. So I can see where he's saying it's like a bit meh. Yeah. But I mean, personally, I freaking love this movie. Oh, I did too. <laughs> yeah. I can't get the end credit song out of my damn head. The the uh, carry you uh carry you carried me me with you, carried me with you. Ah yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Ooh, such a good song. Yeah, and then our last response is from victims and villains at victims and villains. Uh, so he, he sent a, a, an an article, um, from his website, kind of reviewing the movie. Okay. And it it's really good. It's like really good talking about um so he lost his grandmother when he was like 10 and talking about just what he would do if he could have that one more extra day with her. And it yeah, it's freaking heartbreaking. Dude, you're going to make me cry right here. <laughs> I am so sorry. But yeah, like reading that it got me thinking like of the people that are gone, like what I would do with one extra day with them. And I mean, I'm not going to admit that I cried, but (laughs) (laughs) almost. (laughs) So go check out their or his article on that. It's out on his website. And I think it's victims and villains.net. Hopefully I, I got that right. Damn, he's getting Are you me. shitting me? Sorry, yeah, Dude, I didn't even read me. the article. I'm sorry. Just thinking about like what you said, like yeah, if you could think about your last day was shut up, okay? No, it's not last day. You're one extra. Yeah, day. one. Sorry, one extra day. It's intense. I mean, it's heavy stuff. Yeah. You don't think about it every day, and then somebody like brings up the idea of like, oh, what would you do with one extra day? And you're like, oh, wait a second. And then you like miss that person all over again, and then you have to like think about like. All the things you did. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah. Um, but I'll put a link to his uh, that article in the description of the video. So you guys can go check it out. Um, and then that's all the responses that we got. All right. Awesome. All right. So let's move on to our breakdown of Onward. And uh, if you guys are new to our uh, breakdown process, uh, we spoil the whole movie. <laughs> So, if you guys have not seen Onward yet, click away from this uh, podcast right right now. Um, but Caleb, would you like to run uh, 
them through the uh, categories that we have for our viewing process. Yep. So we have split a movie into eight different categories that we grade. Um, so we talk about the story, then we talk about the writing, acting, character development, uh, the overall effects, which with animated movies we talk about just the animation. Um, then we grade the music, the costumes. So with costumes we can talk about just the character design. And then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. And then we come up with our final score. Yep. So first starting off with story. Get ready for Reading with Rose. Still got to come up with a better name. It's going to happen. I like that. Alliteration. Thank you. Actually, Sammy's dad likes it too, so maybe we should keep it. Well, we have to because you don't understand, or you you struggle with big words. Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right. So, in a world inhabited by mythical creatures, magic was commonplace and its wielders greatly respected. However, due to the difficulty of mastering it as well as technological advances over the years, magic's usage became obsolete and heavily discarded. In a time equivalent to the modern day, two elf brothers, Ian Lightfoot, a high schooler lacking self-confidence, self-confidence. Oh my goodness! Wow. Okay. And see what I mean. <laughs> He's such an ass. And Barley, an older, passionate role-playing and historical fanatic, whom Ian finds embarrassing, live in the city of New Mushroomton. Their father, Wilden, died of a severe illness shortly before Ian's birth, leaving their mother, Laurel, to raise them. Since Laurel has gotten a new boyfriend, Centaur police officer Colt Bronco, whom the boys do not like that much. On Ian's 16th birthday, Laurel gives the brothers a gift from Wilden, a magical staff, a rare gem, and a letter describing a visitation spell that can resurrect Wilden for a single day. Barley attempts to cast the spell to no avail, but Ian accidentally succeeds in doing so later that night. However, only the lower half of Wilden's body is physically reformed before the gem disintegrates. Resolving to fix their mistake, the brothers leave on a quest in Barley's beloved van, Guinevere, to acquire another gem in order to reattempt the spell. Laurel finds the boys gone soon after and leaves to find them. Ian and Barley first visit the Manticore's Tavern, named for and run by a monster who possesses a map to the gem. The tavern has become a family restaurant, and the Manticore, Cory, is its uptight manager. In an argument with Ian over the map, Cory realizes how boring her life has become and drives the customers away in a fit of rage, accidentally setting fire to the restaurant and the map. The brothers' only clue is a children's menu that suggests Raven's Point, a nearby mountain, as a possible location of the gem. Laurel later arrives at the scene and befriends Cory, who calms down, who calms down and agrees to help her. Cory warns her that the brothers' journey may lead to the awakening of a curse, which can only be defeated by a special sword. They find it at a pawn shop and proceed to steal it. Right, is there anything you guys want to talk about so far? I really like the mom. <laughs> yeah, I loved her. Yeah, I liked her too. I liked in the beginning how she was doing like her little workouts in front of the TV. And then she like makes her green juice. My boyfriend leaned over and was like, why is this you in like 20 years? And I was like, <laughs> I can't even be mad at it. Like, it's so true. 
Oh, that's amazing. That's funny. Yeah, she kind of, like, just her design kind of reminds me of my mom. Like, she's a little... Dude, seriously, though. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, she's, like, my mom's, like, shorter, and she, I mean, she doesn't do, like, workouts in front of the TV like that, but she's very into, like, her diets and and whatnot, and just the the vibe, it like just remind re- reminded me of my mom. Even the blue short hair. Just Even the blue short hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hers is more purple now. Yeah, that's true. Still. But still, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, yeah. What's her name? Laurel. Yeah, Laurel. Yeah, Laurel's basically my mom. <laughs> that's so funny. You should tell her that. You totally should. Yeah. Uh. All right. As Ian and Barley travel out of New Mushroomton and into a mountainous area, wow, I can talk, they narrowly escape from the police and a motorcycle gang of pixies, relying on Ian's newly awakened spellcasting abilities and Barley's instinct for where the gem might be hidden. They discover that Raven's Point is a hint to follow the directions indicated by a series of Raven statues. However, Colt discovers their their ruse and gives chase, calling in reinforcements. Cornered in the mountain, Barley sacrifices Guinevere by making it drive into a clump of rocks to stop the police from catching them. The brothers follow the crow statues, with the last one making them descend underground through a cave, where they avoid a series of traps, deadly creatures, and escaping the flooding tunnel, until they reach a light and surface to find themselves in front of Ian's high school. Ian lashes out at Barley for leading them on a goose chase and walks away with Wilden. Okay. In Ian's defense, I would be a little pissed off too. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would too. <laughs> I would be yeah. all types of aggravated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. lose my mind. I'd be like, you literally thought... just wasted 24 hours I could have been spending with the man I never ever got to see. Yeah, but it does kind of make sense because they did have to travel to the Raven's Point to follow those ravens to get that key. Yeah, to unlock the. So it kind of worked out. No, but, it did. I mean, at the same time, can you imagine not... if it didn't? Yeah, that would have sucked. Oh, oh, that, yeah, that'd be way worse. I thought what he did with Guinevere when they were cornered in the mountain was genius like the whole time he was like getting ready for that and it was like building up to it i was like what the heck is he trying to do like what what good is he doing right now like he's just wasting time and then he like sacrifices the whole van and like the whole like leading up to it it's so dramatic i loved it i was like well it's actually a really good idea and then it had to like hit perfectly to knock everything off i don't know i just thought it was funny <laughs> that, no that was great i love that part I liked how he played the, what is it, Ride with ride of the Valkyries? Yeah, I think that's the, <laughs> I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, you see, like, a close-up of the horse, like, flying midair. <laughs> just the fact that he salutes it is just amazing. Yeah. Like an honorable Viking death. <laughs> yep. That's literally what it is. Dude, but, like... I mean, I, my car is in a van, but I can totally relate to, like, just a junker car. <laughs> yeah, I can, too. Like, one that's just, like, super reliable, but just has its issues. 
Like, when he was talking, he's just like, you just have to hit that sweet spot when you're turning it on. <laughs> I like how I, they I made, lo- like, the the negative parts of the van, you know, like the air conditioner and stuff. I liked how they had it help them, like, later on. Like, in <laughs> yeah, the beginning, it was, was such cool. an inconvenience. And then when they're in trouble, it was, like, the best thing ever. And it's, like, the only reason they lived. <laughs> I love the gas meter when they're running out of gas and Ian's just like, wait, but it says we're full. Oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I relate with that because not all my gauges work. <laughs> How do you pass inspections? <laughs> Beats me. <laughs> I think it's just a perk of going to a garage where the kids are like still in school. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> They probably don't want to tell you that it's, like, off. They just want to, yeah. like, get you done and get out. They don't want to have to be like, um, there's a problem. <laughs> they're okay with you driving a still kids. metal death trap. Yeah. I, I just try to be, like, super nice to them. <laughs> just so they're just like, ah, we'll let it slide. <laughs> uh, all right. So sitting along with... Along with Wilden, Ian realizes that Barley has served as an effective father figure throughout his youth and their recent quest and returns to make amends with him. Yeah, I did not expect the movie to go with this, and it was amazing. I loved it. While fending off construction workers, Barley notices a flower-shaped hole in a fountain and fills it with a rock he took from one of the bird statues, triggering the fountain to open and reveal the gem. When he takes it, though, the curse takes effect by turning the high school into an artificial dragon bent on claiming the gem. Ian tries to fend it off with the staff, but is knocked from his grip and into the ocean. He manages to reform it from a splinter embedded in his hand and continues the fight. Cory flies in, carrying Laurel, who plunges the magic sword into the dragon's heart and weakens it long enough for Ian to cast the visitation spell and fully reform Wilden's body. Ian sends Barley ahead to give his goodbye to Wilden, denied him years earlier, and he holds off the dragon long enough for Laurel to destroy it. After Wilden disapparates, or dissipates, sorry, Barley tells Ian that Wilden is proud of him and the brothers share a hug. Ian's confidence and spellcasting improve, and he surprises Barley by painting his new van, the Guinevere II, which he recently bought. Cory reopens her tavern in its original spirit, drawing in customers with tales of her past adventures, and Ian and Barley continue questing. Hell yeah. I, I... didn't... Oh, oh sorry, go ahead. Go. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I agree. I did not expect the movie to take such a turn with like Ian realizing that Barley has been like his father figure this whole entire time. Um, that I, like I said earlier, like I wasn't mentally prepared for it to go that deep. And I was like, whoa. And it really took me like back to my own siblings. And my siblings are like way older than me. Like my sister is 11 years older than me. So then I was like, oh my gosh, like she was like that when I was a kid. And I like started crying. That's when I like lost it. I was like, this is so true. Yeah. I, so I'm the oldest of three boys. Um, and we're all two years apart. Yeah, I think that's right. Give or take. Yeah, two years apart. And, yeah, like, just, I mean, obviously I can't relate to having, like, an older sibling like Ian did. But just, like, thinking about all the things that, like, my brothers and I have done 
growing up, like, yeah, we fought, like, all the time. And, like, 99% of the conversations that we have even today are just basically just roasting each other. <laughs> like, you just, it just it gets you to reflect on, like, just what growing up was like. Yeah. With them and... It is. I mean, I'm the youngest uh, with me and my sister. She's five years apart from me. Um, so, and due to some unfortunate circumstances, we weren't able to, like, be together all of our childhood but for the i still was able to look up to her as kind of like a, a parental figure and just you know like knowing that oh she would always be there for me if anything ever went wrong and so like honestly watching this part just thinking of like everything that we've gone through as siblings it made this moment even more special that scene so that's something Pixar does really well. It kind of gets you to reflect on your own life in the, yeah, I know. the movie. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting to have like a self-reflection time, but I as soon as he started like going through the list and like checking stuff off, I was watching his memories and then I was like thinking of my own with that. And I was like, man, this, this is so true. I need to call my sister. <laughs> Tell her to come watch this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I was exactly the same. I'm like, I need to call my brother. <laughs> Actually, I think I called yeah. my si- or I texted my sister after the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'm only able to like text, or I was only able yeah, to can- text one of my brothers. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's fine. I'll see him next month. Um, yeah, one of my brothers is gone at boot camp. Oh, so- really? Yeah. <laughs> so he's in so California only... right now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. <laughs> but he wanted to go get yelled at for a living, so that's on him. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he only has one... <laughs> he only has one month left. Yeah, he graduates in April, like early April. Very nice. So oh, that's it's exciting. Not even a full month anymore. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's coming yeah. up quick. Yeah, but his training was or That'd his training was like ten weeks. And mine was only like mm. eight. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, dude, you got gypped. <laughs> yeah, seriously though. I'm like, you should join the Air Force, they're a lot nicer to you. <laughs> Or as so many people call it, the chair force. Hey, screw you. <laughs> you don't get an opinion, I know asshole. I don't. I know I don't. <laughs> hey, I got nothing against Wait, the so Air Force. I've I'm just been saying what people always say. Mm. Sorry, what were you saying? I haven't heard that, actually. No, I was thinking about the movie when you were going back. And I actually had a question. I remember watching it and being like, I'm going to have to ask them about that. Because I did not get it. Why didn't the dragon die the first time after she, like, plunged the sword into his heart? Do you know what I'm talking about? And then it shoots back up, and then she has to dive back in. Why didn't it die? I was like, oh, it's dead. Everything's fine. It just didn't go deep in enough? I don't know. Yeah, that's the only thing I have for it, too. I thought it was just, like, once it pierced its core, it was dead. Yeah. I thought that's how it's supposed to go in any kind of situation like this, but 
apparently, apparently it needs to puncture yeah, the core. like straight <laughs> up. Yeah. Well, and then it like shot back out and I was like, wait, no, what's going on? No, no. And then she had to like go get it again. And I was like, no, because I wanted them to like still both get to meet him at that point. And like, I was like, well, that's not going to happen. And then there was like the whole like emotional part of like them choosing like who gets to meet him. And then it's just, it's just, it's got me my feels. Yeah, that was, oh, <laughs> damn you, Pixar. <laughs> So, I think that pretty much covers the story. Yeah. So, this is out of a hundred. So, what are we all thinking? I'm what? pretty I'm pretty high. You are? Yeah. I'm like a... Maybe like a 90? That's not bad. I was going to say like an 87. 87? That's about where yeah. I was at, too. I mean, I might be a little bit lower, just because, I don't know, a lot of it was just kind of very reliant on his knowledge of, um, like, Dungeons and Dragons, or their equivalent of it. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And, I don't know, it just seemed very convenient that all of the spells that he knew or needed to learn were from the game. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they should have gotten a book, <laughs> like a booklet or just like oh, a little yeah. pamphlet with the <laughs> with the uh, with something the spell. their dad wrote them. Yeah, yeah something like go. that. Yeah, like, here's a little guide. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm like, I might be a little bit lower than you, so I'm like at 85, which averages out to an 87.3. Not bad. All right. Next up, we got writing. So how do you think the writing was? Mm. So this is kind of like the dialogue between everyone. I thought it was very strong, especially towards the ending where Ian is telling Barley how he's okay that he doesn't get to see his father, that he has been his father figure throughout his life. Um, and just the way that Pixar, or I don't know who wrote the script, but the way that he wrote it, um, and I mean, Tom Holland's delivery, of course, but get into that with acting, but just the way that they wrote the dialogue between those two throughout the movie, especially between these two brothers was really, really good. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think if I had any issues with it. I mean, did you have any issues with the, like their dialogue or? No, I actually really liked it. Ian was such a good communicator, and for, like, a 16-year-old boy, I was pretty impressed on how he was able to talk to Barley at the end, like you said, and not make it, like, too cheesy or corny or even too, like, lovey-dovey almost between two guys. You know, I mean, they're brothers, and he kind of kept it, like, he meant it, but it wasn't, like, over the top. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe the only complaint about the writing is that the they were very nice to each other. <laughs> hey, some like, I can't can remember nice. this yeah. to each other. I can't remember the last like genuinely nice thing I I said to my brother. <laughs> Dude, knowing you ever since junior high, yeah, I've never seen you really be nice to Bronson or Coy. 
I mean, I'm nice to them. Okay, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> you make me have to be like a freaking monster. <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, I mean, the way that I... I don't know, like... we, Like, me and my brothers, we can have like a heart-to-heart conversation, which their heart-to-heart felt really good. It's just kind of more the back and forth between brothers. Like, whenever I say goodbye to my brothers, I'm always just like, all right, I'm heading home. Later, douchebag. <laughs> and he's he's just usually like, why are you so mean? <laughs> and Corey then that's, like, that's our... Well, both of them. Oh, really? I thought Bronson would throw it back at you. Bronson will throw it back at me, but yeah. Koi, he's just like, what did I do? <laughs> but that I mean that's how I communicate with my brothers. So I don't know if that's like normal or even healthy. <laughs> hey, people express love in different ways. So as far as I know, that's healthy. That's very true. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that's like my only issue with writing, but I'm not going to dock it like that much. Like seriously, I'm like maybe a 90. <laughs> I can agree with 90. I was going to say a 90. Yeah? Yeah, I like a 90. Mm-hmm. All right, 90 it is. All right, next up we got acting, which I think we're only going to do Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Okay. So first up we got Chris Pratt, who played Barley. So what do you think with, with him? He did fantastic. I liked it a lot. Yeah. He, Barley is so like it seems like he's not really self-aware and he's so like playful and and funny. I don't know. I just I really liked it. Yeah. I th- uh, Chris Pratt does a really good job with voice acting and I think it's mainly due cuz he's had like some practice with it. Oh, uh, especially with yeah, with the Lego movie yeah, for with the Lego movie. <laughs> the emotions he had to put into that. Yeah. Yeah, and I th- has he done anything else, like, voice acting-wise? All I can think of is the Lego movies. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think of him? I honestly forgot. Oh, um, what? Well, I was going to say, I honestly forgot that it was Chris Pratt. And I feel like that's a good thing. That's, like, yeah. what he wants. He doesn't want you to think the whole time that it's Chris Pratt talking. So, um, I, I would give him... Is this like out of everything he's been in? No, this is just, just for this like movie. Compared to everyone. Okay. Okay. Um gosh, I don't know. A ninety two. Ninety two? That's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. Is I'm gonna go a step above ninety three. Ninety three? Yeah. Um I mean hell, that's hard to argue with. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll go 92. I, mean, I, can, I think that's pretty yeah, fair. Should we just make it 92? Oh, I did that math wrong. Yeah, let's just make it 92. Okay, <laughs> works for me. All right, and then next up we got Tom Holland as Ian. The last name's Lightfoot, isn't it? I think it's Lightfoot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh... I don't know if he's a tad below Chris Pratt. What do you think? I, I think he is. I think it's just because he's newer to the whole voice acting thing. Like, I'm sitting at like a 90 for him. 
A 90? Yeah. That's a bit high. Oh. At least for me. Damn. What do you think? You guys are so critical. I loved him. (laughs) Um, I'm also, I'm not, I'm not a very critical person anyway. So honestly, I, I think it's just because I liked his character more because I feel like I relate to Ian more than I relate to Barley, just like personality wise. But I was going to give him like a 94. 94. Okay. I feel like that's hot. Yeah, you just raised your eyebrows like that's wrong. If that's wrong, I mean, like 87. I don't know. <laughs> no, there's no wrong oh, answers yeah, here. No. Like, <laughs> this is so weird because we were, <laughs> like, when we first started doing this whole system, we were catching shit from our buddy Victor at uh, Crash and Taz's movie seller because he says we were being too nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, I'm just, I'm not very critical. And I loved, I just liked Ian. I related to him more. So I'm going to go with the 94. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go a a bit lower. I'm going to go 85 for him. Damn. Yeah, it's just because some of his stuff seemed a bit, like, (sighs) awkward. (laughs) Well, not kind of the point. I know. It's at that point. (laughs) He's like a 16-year-old kid. It was just overly so. And all right, all right. Like some of the dialogue that he had just himself kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. Like with Chris Pratt, all I heard was barley. With yeah, with Tom Holland, there was uh, every once in a while I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's Tom Holland." See, I never felt that. Both I feel got yeah, I didn't either. They both uh, I feel I got lost in their characters. So all right, well that averages. Out so all of our scores averages out to eighty nine point six, which, if I can do some math here, <laughs> well, you're better than me. So that averages to a ninety point eight for shabby. overall acting. That's an A. Yeah. Yeah, better grade. Is than that an A for you guys? Pretty sure. <laughs> or is it an A minus? Yeah, that's an A, right? Yeah, I think it's. A A minus. I I forgot. Like I have the an Excel sheet that I put all this into. <laughs> so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. So next up, we got character development, which I think we decided we were only going to do Ian because he had the most, um, most change. Because Barley kind of stayed the same he throughout. Did. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you guys think of his story or his arc? I thought he came a long way. At the end, you kind of see him like talking to his friends like, okay, I'll meet you later. You know, like in the beginning, he literally had no friends to invite to his birthday party. So from zero to like, I don't know, like five, that's pretty good. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I I loved watching him. And he also got his magical powers. That was no. The, go ahead. I was just saying it was cool. No, he got good. magical powers. That was really cool. Yeah, I think that helped with his confidence a lot. It did. Like it or not really helped with oh, his yeah. confidence. It just helped build it. Like you could see his confidence grow the more that he was using his abilities. Yeah, and having that goal of getting to meet his dad. So that kind of helped him a lot. It did. I think. I was going to say, I think it showed a lot of growth whenever he realized, um, like, whenever he made he made the decision to let Barley be the one to meet their dad because only one of them could do it. 
I felt that showed a lot of maturity on his part because in the beginning, you know, he was all about, I want to meet him. I want to talk to him. I want to hug him. I have this huge list. And then he had like this internal growth where he was like, you know, I've already had that. I don't, I don't need to, to do all this. Barley needs this more than I do. And he kind of put him before himself almost. And I feel like that takes a lot because in the beginning he was not that way at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if he, like, just realized, I mean, I'm sure he did. That, Like you said, it, it kind of meant more to Barley to get that, that say because he has that one, like, Barley has that one negative memory. Ian has nothing but good, even though they're, I mean, they're secondhand memories, but they are. They're memories nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. So he has all these like stories and stuff that he can like kind of fall back on, but Barley he has that like one negative experience and I know with I mean me personally those negative experiences hit a little harder and stick with you a little more with than the the positives. Oh yeah. No, they do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so Gosh damn it, I think I might have talked myself up. <laughs> I hate when I do that. I go and I'm come in with like I'm like, okay, this is the score I'm giving it, and then I start talking, and I'm just like, shit. <laughs> I just moved up. Oh, question is how much though? <sighs> Alright, come back to me, you two first. <laughs> okay. Uh do you want to go first? No, you go. Crap. <laughs> I have a number. I, I just like have like kind of a number in my head. Okay. But I want to hear y'all's opinions right. first. Okay. Uh, so overall, I loved watching him come into his own character. I loved watching his relationship with Barley just grow throughout the movie. Just overall great character arc. So uh, I'm at like a 94. 94? Yeah, I'm pretty high, actually. Shit. I was going to say a 95. 95? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. He showed a lot of growth. And he's only 16. And I just felt like he was started like as an immature, scared 16-year-old. And then he transformed into like a mature, sure of himself, confident, still 16-year-old with magical powers. Oh. I'm I'm actually a bit lower than both of you. <laughs> what is yours? I'm like not like significantly lower. Like I'm in the 90s still, but okay. I'm like at 90. Okay, all right, that's fair. Like I just I don't know. Like his his development was like really solid. The few issues that I had weren't like super detrimental. And I'm trying to think of one, like, off the top of my head. It's more like, I don't know. Like, so, I understood, like, how he his confidence was starting to get built a bit more, at, like, with the bridge. Yeah. Where he was learning that, that spell. But it seemed like he had, like, a jolt of it when he was at the Manticore's place. True, he did. And... I felt like that one, 
that little burst of confidence kind of came out of nowhere more than, I don't know, it just felt like as it went on, he earned his confidence more and more. And so maybe that's the only one that I'm just like, that one kind of like popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> it's kind of like that first popcorn kernel. <laughs> or like the lat, not even, okay, maybe not the first one, but maybe like the last one where it's just kind of like, okay, it's done. And then poof, get like one extra. <laughs> oh yeah. Like you take the bag out okay. of the microwave and then like, it's still popping and you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Scares the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that's like a stupid analogy, but <laughs> no, actually, that works. Actually, that's a really good analogy, bro. No, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm giving that 90, which that averages us out to 93 for character development. Not bad. That's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up, we got effects. So this is going to be more like just talking about the animation. It was beautiful. Was it though? I don't know much about I animation, f- okay, so but it, I thought it was cool. It definitely wasn't up to like <laughs> Toy Story Four standards. It wasn't up to like Coco standards. Well, like no. that's like the bar. Oh, that's okay, fair. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Okay, yeah. Now some of like visually, like it felt like some like. But the question is, like, what can you make in this movie look like how the Land of the Dead looked in Coco? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's a fantasy location, Rose. <laughs> like, you can make everything. <laughs> Alright, fair point. <laughs> like, so, so, when I think Coco, like, yeah, you, I think, like, the land of the dead, like, holy shit, this is freaking amazing. Like, the scale was huge. Mm-hmm. Everything else, like... The, it's it felt like small scale sets like it was the school that he was in front of it was the gas station his house um even the bridge it was just like open plain open plain on the other side like with some mountains and then this just bridge like i feel like you could have thrown yeah, something yeah i agree in there. i feel like like you said, in Coco, the world was so detailed and big and always, like, moving and changing. There's so much going on. And in this one, it was kind of like they have this imaginary land, but it's it's just, like, there. It's not really detailed at all. So you didn't really get a good sense of, like, their surroundings. Yeah, it's, like, empty. <laughs> like, there's a lot of yeah. empty space that like I feel a- they could have filled with some badass shit. <laughs> Alright, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, so this might be one of the lower... I mean, it's still good. It's still good, don't get me wrong. Like, the animation was pretty solid. But I think it could have been better. So, my personal score, I'm in... I'm like at 80. I was gonna say 80! What? (laughs) I can agree with you, too. I really thought 80. (laughs) Where are you at? I'll, I'll give you guys 80. Yeah? Yeah. You are going to, like, argue because you're a freaking Pixar junkie? No, because I really can't argue with the points you're making, so <laughs> suck it, Caleb. <laughs> Don't you just hate that? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, ass. All right. Next up, we got music. So this one's out of 10. And I'm trying to think of, 
the music in this, it wasn't like outstanding. It was. It was still mm-hmm. very good. Like it was good. Like okay, you can argue that most of these are good. Like the movies that we break down are good. <laughs> yeah, you're killing me, bro. You're killing me. But you gotta think when it comes to like picks. Pixar, like Coco, their that soundtrack was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Toy Story four. Okay, maybe that's not the one best example. You listen um, on Toy Story four? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, I, don't I know. feel like out of ten, I want to give it a six. That's about where I was at too. Like I was borderline. I, just, like, I don't. There's nothing memorable. But what about that song at the during the credits? Dude, every single time you you we argue with this, you're always just like, "But what about the one at the end?" <laughs> uh, it's always shut up. It's always with the song at the end with shut you. Shut up! Shut up! Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, I can give you a six. <laughs> well, good because we were going to take it. <laughs> See how much of an ass he is to me? <laughs> uh, okay, next up. We... You guys, guys have a nice banter. <laughs> That's what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people call it bullying. <laughs> uh, next up, we got costumes, which we're just going to mostly talk about like character design. I wanted Barley's vest. It was awesome. That was a pretty kick-ass vest. And his converse. Those were legit. (laughs) Uh, I mean... Most of them were, like, pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. I thought the the beginning where Ian puts on his dad's old sweatshirt, I thought that was a nice touch. That was. That was a really sweet... He didn't have to do that. I mean... Yeah, it was like a detail that they added in that made it so much more sentimental, I think. Yeah. I mean, Laurel's design looked really good. Like, she plays kind of the spunky mom. So, of course, she had to wear a turtleneck. Yeah, I love the whole, like, yeah, and the haircut. Yeah, like... I I felt like it fit her personality very well. Yeah. I liked how it wasn't, like, a Karen haircut. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which I think they could have easily done with her, and I'm really glad that they didn't. Can you imagine if the Manticore had a Karen haircut? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The Manticore was... Her design was cool. Especially, I love the part of how how hard she had of fitting into those heels. Or those (laughs) shoes. That was so funny. Dude, I loved her tattoos. I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize she had like a scorpion tail until they were in that pawn shop. I didn't either. And the pawn shop lady said something about it. And I was like, oh, I didn't even see that little detail back there. I thought it was cool. Can you imagine? Pixar's just like, we didn't either. We didn't add it until then. <laughs> Dude, that'd be funny. That would be very funny. Dude, I will admit. The scene in the pawn shop with the, <laughs> with when she like, 
that pierce that lady in the neck with her scorpion tail. I, I flipped a little bit. I'm like, holy shit, Pixar! <laughs> Dude, the fact that yeah, I definitely feel like they're they're gonna get in trouble yeah. for that. Like not not Pixar, like the the mom. Like afterwards, you know, like I feel like you like can't really do that, and that lady's gonna be really upset when she's no longer paralyzed. I mean, they left her money. <laughs> That's true. But the fact that she's just like, oh, it's $10. I mean, yeah. And then she's all talking up this thing. And she's like, y- you know what? Actually, it's 10000 <laughs> It's like, damn it. Shut up, Manticore. <laughs> oh, what was her name again? Corey. Corey. Yeah, shut up, Corey. Corey. Yeah. I really dug that. And then, I mean, the only one that I think was like a little basic was ian's oh did you not like, like just, his flannel and jeans i mean i liked it it's just when it comes to everyone else like his design doesn't really stand out like it Barley's does but or i Corey's. feel f- for kind of just like you know like a simple 16 year old kid it works or six i'm sorry 16 year old elf yeah <laughs> true i don't know where are you at it's at 10 right out of 10 yeah not like a a seven, seven. What are you thinking? I like a seven. Yeah, I'm t- I'm kind of digging it too. Sweet. All right, seven it is. All right, and then lastly, our own personal grade. Who's first? I think our guest should go first. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So this is out of a hundred. Yeah, so right? this one's out of a hundred. Yeah. Okay, um, I said I wasn't a very critical grader, and I'm not. I would definitely probably give it a 94. 94? I liked it. I would definitely watch it again. I'm not, I'm really not that hard to please, though, honestly. I would watch it again. I feel like I'm going to tell my sister and my brother to watch it. They have little kids, so I'm going to be like, you guys need to rent this or Go watch it in the theaters because they would like it, but then you guys are also going to like it. 94 is fair. Yeah, that is fair. If I was giving it like a how much I enjoyed it grade, that's definitely where I'd be. Being the critic that I am. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to go maybe 85 on this one. Wow. Because, okay. like we said... It's, I feel like that's still pretty high. Yeah, it, is. it is. It is. It's It's just... Like... I don't know. Like the Gamer Elite said, he... It's kind of... Meh. Uh, meh, like for, when it, meh it, for Pixar? Yeah, meh for Pixar. Alright. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going 85 on, on mine. Okay. What are you going? Um... Just because I really liked the story, I loved the bond between the two brothers. Going, uh, I'm gonna go in eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. All right, and then that averages out to an eighty nine point three. <laughs> Which brings our total to. I still gotta do it. You did that one for a lot longer than you usually do. My bad. (laughs) Brings it to a B. And a pretty solid one at that. Nice. What's our cutoff for B? So our B is an 83. 
And this is at an 85%. Not bad at all. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, that's a pretty solid grade for this. I freaking love our system because we get, like, I think we nail it. I, I agree. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this, let's see what other movies we can compare it to. We don't have a lot of just plain B movies. So this is a tad above Avengers Age of Ultron. I can agree with that. Uh, this actually has the exact same score as Toy Story 4. You know what? I can't argue that because I think I actually might have liked Onward a little more than Toy Story 4. I don't know. I have to watch them both again. Yeah, I might agree with you on that. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, it's a bit below the Lego Movie 2. Uh, I'd, uh, I can't argue with the system. Caleb won't let me. Yeah, let's see. Uh, It's a bit above Murder on the Orient Express. Fair. And then... Trying to find any other B-movies that we graded. Oh, uh... Actually, same score as uh, Sorcerer's Stone. All right. I mean, these ones we haven't, like, officially graded on the show. These are just ones that we've done in our free time. <laughs> Speaking of which, I still need to release that mini breakdown of that movie. Yeah, freaking slacker. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, any of those you disagree with or not? No, I feel like that sounds pretty fair. Nice. Freaking nailed it again. Yes. <laughs> I think I surprised myself on how much I actually enjoyed this movie. You know, going in, I felt like I was like, okay, yeah, you know, it's like a kid's movie, it's Pixar, whatever. And then I walked out like in tears and I was like, wow, so good. <laughs> Such a great experience. Yeah, Pixar will do that to you. It will. <laughs> Friggin' like sneaks up on you and like hits you with a feel knife. I feel it's not a Pixar movie. Exactly. Or get close. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> like, hell, I had to catch myself. <laughs> but everyone, to everyone listening, please go see this movie, because it did not have that good of an opening weekend. So if you haven't seen Onward yet, please go see it. Yeah, please. All right, well, I think that concludes this breakdown. Um... I have stuff I usually say, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> hundred episodes in, and or over a hundred, and you still don't remember this. I forget you. I feel like that's me every time I try to end a podcast. I'm like, okay, well, um, bye. It's like, there's words I should know, but they're just not coming to me. <laughs> yeah. So, Laura Beth, you want to tell everyone where they can find you and listen and all that fun stuff? Yeah, yeah. So you can listen to 20 Fun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Those are the same thing. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Play, and Spotify. <laughs> See, this is why I get conf- I still get confused. Um, and pretty, I think it's anywhere po- you can listen to podcasts, really. I'm not sure how all that works. I think I'm doing it right, but should be available. <laughs> um, and then 
follow the podcast on Instagram at 20funpod. That's like where everything is. And I post regularly and I engage with you. So come follow it. Me. I don't know. I'm not a guest on podcasts. This is awkward. But yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. It's really fun. I am a weekly listener and I'm all caught up to like I I started listening in like your 30th or in your 30 episode oh range. wow yeah and oh, thank you so much and uh, freaking neighbors dude <laughs> that's like the biggest compliment ever yeah it's definitely a good time and a lot of like I thought I was going to like maybe like skip over the ones where it's like school related, but I I don't. <laughs> oh, cool! That's awesome. I get worried about posting college stuff sometimes because a lot of my listeners aren't in college, but a lot of like a lot of it's productivity stuff, so you can apply that to your life. I hope anyway. I try to make it that way so that it's like you're not wasting your time if you listen. No, nah, definitely. Definitely not wasting your time. Um, but yeah, you can find all of our stuff same places. Um, basically anywhere you can find it. And if you can't, then go somewhere else. <laughs> um, <gotta> be blunt, <laughs> dude. There's a long list. Yeah. Uh, you can f- catch all of our stuff on YouTube as well. We have. Do we have new videos? Yeah, we do. I know I keep promising every <laughs> single damn week, but it's going to happen. I promise you. I'm really, 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 really sorry. <laughs> Gosh damn it, Rose. You have like one job. Screw you, <laughs> bud. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, you can follow us on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at the All Bros. Uh, if you have an episode idea, you want to answer our question of the week, want to join us, uh, we're happy to have anyone on. Uh, you can also email us at thealbroschannel.gmail.com. Check out our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash thealbros. Um, and you can also go check out our shop, which is tpublic.com slash user slash thealbroschannel. Um, I've kind of gotten behind on posting the some shirts but we should have like three new ones coming out soon sweet hell yeah, yeah. so go check out that stuff and then go check out laura beth's 20 20 fun gosh damn it rose you messed me up at like the beginning i'm sorry you called it 21 fun <laughs> and now <laughs> i can't get that out of my head I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome no just 20 fun yeah so go check out the 20 fun podcast and next week we will be doing, doing something. something yeah <laughs> you can see how much planning we go into we get into with this uh, uh so yeah so until then this has been the albros podcast i'm caleb and i'm jonathan and we'll catch you guys next time deuces did you seriously have the worst neighbors i know freaking hell demons from hell uh, that's all I got. No Herbert today. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. <laughs>